When you want something real, there's no reason to compromise. When that something is a cocktail, there's new Cape Line Sparkling Cocktails. They're made with nothing artificial, only six simple ingredients, and they come in easy to pack, easy to enjoy, anywhere cans. Don't let the slim can fool you, though. These sparkling cocktails offer big flavor, no matter where you are in the variety pack. Hard strawberry lemonade, margarita, or blackberry mojito, you will not find a single sip of taste bud boredom. Follow Cape Line on Facebook and Instagram and discover the most delicious way to get real. Welcome to Cape Line. Celebrate responsibly 2019. Cape Line Beverages, Memphis, Tennessee. Are you tired of unpredictable hair color results? Discover Color & Co., the home hair color personalized just for you by L'Oreal. With Color & Co., you'll get a free consultation with an expert hairstylist who will custom blend a salon-quality shade for your hair needs. No matter your hair goal, you can do it. Use promo code BACHELOR at colorandco.com for $10 off your first order. And now let's batch. Welcome to Bachelor Party. Somehow, some way, Paradise, not over. Here we are, mid-September, and we're still on Bachelor in Paradise. The last six weeks have felt like the longest six weeks of of Bachelor Nation, but you know, sometimes that just happens. Um, As a result, instead of skewing negative, I want to go positive and have a thoughtful, interesting discussion with my producer, Craig Horlbeck, who uh, is a big fan of the show, and we're going to answer your questions and just go over them. So hi, Craig. How are you? I'm well. Thanks for having me on. Can't wait to talk about Mid-September Bachelor. Um, were you devastated by the breakup of John Paul Jones and Tasha? No, I mean, I feel like we all saw it coming. I was just more anticipating how John Paul Jones did was going to take it. Coming? it. Uh, yeah. Why? Why did you see it coming? They were so into each other. Yeah, but remember when he was fighting with Derek and like she was like, I can't date either of these men. They're too immature. Like, I can't have this. Like, you knew that was going to be the, the very end of this was that she's going to be like, he's just not mature enough for me. This isn't going to work. That's true. But then she drew him like one of one of her French girls. And that can be very seductive. How much do you think like she people are so excited and grateful when like other people throw them these like events at Bachelor in Paradise, like John Paul Jones doing the prom thing. Like he doesn't do yeah. anything with that. He just goes to the producers and he's like, hey, can I do a prom thing? Would that be cool? And they just like set it up for him. And Tasha's like floored about how great it is. Well, they should show more of the setup for that reason. I, I bet agree. it was his idea. It's that it's like that's the kind of thing I think he would come up with. But it's also just this. It's just a weird thing of watching Demi work through very legitimate and I think relatable and very real concerns and anxieties about coming out as you know as coming out on TV. We don't even need to label it. She's coming out on TV, and it's just so so. Uh, there's so much whiplash in watching that happen which is like very real and compelling and and just like so amazing that she's doing it while then having co- to go back to like Chris Bukowski not being sure if he can get there with Katie. Like Katie hasn't gotten to do anything on the show except like worry about Chris. And it's just like, it's such a weird dichotomy and it's like cool that obviously that Demi and Christian are on it, but I don't even know what to think. Like, should I be more upset about Demi or should I be more upset about JPJ and Tasha? Like the way, or Sydney leaving, the way that everyone was reacting, it was like, World War Three was about to start and they were being like separated from their significant others. I know the spectrum of how intense the relationships are is so broad on this season, particularly more than any other one before it, I feel like. Yes, I, definitely. I think it's because it's a really weird mix of people. Like, let's just talk about Whitney and Connor. First of all, 
Uh, what do you think about Kaylin now that she's off the show? What do you mean? What do I think about her as a as a well? Per- big reveal, I think, that Connor was more into Whitney, and then Kaylin like interrupted and pulled him away when they were at the wedding, which I think is a which is is big. Like Kaylin was just looking so hard to stay on the show until she wasn't with Dean, and I, I just like I don't know. It, it makes her look so bad. I agree. And and what do you what do you think about? I mean, her and Dean leaving together. And as soon as they get into the car and then he's like, so like we're headed straight to the van. Like we got to get to the van and her eyes are like, oh boy, I think I've made a massive yeah. mistake. I know. She was like, what am I doing here? Where do I shower? I don't know. She, that can't seem like it's going to go well. I haven't really spoke. I haven't, I'm not sorry. I haven't really listened to um, Dean's press tour this week, but I read online that he does not say a lot of promising things about him and Kaylin, which maybe he's like putting his foot in his mouth. Like apparently he says things like she's really judgmental and he doesn't know if they can be together long term. I think that was on Rachel and Allie's podcast. But like, even if that is um, only a, a fraction of how he feels, it's like a tough beat for your supposed boyfriend to go around saying that kind of thing. Yeah, not great. Connor and Whitney, on the other hand, might be okay. They seem to actually really like each other. Connor and Whitney went to Rachel um, Lindsay's wedding. I know. The the clips they showed of them two at the wedding when he was like, yeah, man, like Whitney and I really hit it off. They didn't choose the best clips of them really hitting it off. It was like him being like, yeah, like I'm from California or whatever. And she's like, no way. So cool. And like, that was it. (laughs) (laughs) They might both be really boring people, but boring people belong together. Like, like Ari and Lauren. Everybody deserves somebody. Everyone's got to find someone. Um, I was happy for him. I also thought it was really funny how they call him like handsome Connor when he was leaving, like to make fun of him because he doesn't know how handsome he is. Do you think this has been like, has Paradise been a, uh, has it helped Connor since his time on The Bachelor? Bachelorette? Definitely. Although now he's got a girlfriend so he doesn't even get to like experience the benefits of, you know, being the hot guy from The Bachelorette. What are you talking about? This is the ultimate benefit. This is the goal of the show to find love. He did it. I guess you're right. You're right. Congrats to Connor. May he live on in happiness. I also like that he revealed he's from Michigan, which like makes a lot of sense. He's more of a Michigan guy than a Dallas guy. Do you think you could pinpoint where people are from? Um, no, not necessarily. Mostly because I haven't been to so many places. Can you? No. Mm. What's your biggest question going into the finale? I'm curious to see how many people are going to talk about the legitimacy of getting engaged on the show and like if it means anything. Yeah, I, I'm most interested to see how the engagement does or does not play out between Dylan and Hannah just because in a pretty short amount of time, like they make it, there's this one bite in, in the second episode this week where Dylan's like, yeah, I can't believe it's like the last week of paradise. I I don't know this for a fact, but the producers must feed them lines to set the timeline. That's different than the actual timeline because they only film over like three weeks or something like that. So Dylan and Hannah went from Hannah entertaining Blake and like making out with both of them every night to like just not be able to live lives without each other really quickly. And so I'm curious to see how that that engagement plays out because they should not be ready to get engaged. She was weighing another guy, but one month ago. Is it really only three weeks? Yes. It's filmed entirely within the month of June. So the rose ceremonies are like every three or four days? Yeah, they're like this week. It is not a six week shoot. Absolutely not. Wow. Yeah, I was actually pretty surprised at how smitten Hannah did seem with Dylan on their final date. I know. I know it happened so fast. I wish them, I, I hope it worked out. They seemed to be really into each other, but it just was like, it's just really shocking. Three weeks is a very short amount of time. Yeah. Unless you're on vacation, but even then, I don't know. Who gets engaged? Who gets vacation engaged at the end of three weeks? It's completely ridiculous. So is this longer than the past Paradise seasons? Episode no, wise, it's I not. 
I don't think so. Mm. Oh, like in terms of number of episodes? Yeah, the ones they're airing. Oh, like because this is it's week six. There's been 12 episodes. There's going to be 13. I think it's about the same. It might be a week or two longer. I can't quite remember. 13 episodes is a lot for three weeks on a beach. And then maybe that's why it feels a little slower and dragged out because they're really just using everything they can. I think the problem with this season is that the cast is just not good enough. Yeah. No, this is this is basically the same length. It's like one extra episode. Oh, wow. One week. That's 20 is last year. Yeah, they just had six weeks last year too. But so this will be seven weeks technically. So six episodes. So 13 instead of 12. Um, but I think the cast is just really bad. Like Matt Donald, get get out of here. Luke Stone, I forgot he was there. I for, I forgot until the rose ceremony and last night or whenever it was that he was still on the show. Well, I mean, even like old Chris, like why is he there at the beginning? I don't know. It's a good point. They should have brought him in later. There's some people that like the network really like, and so they just get a lot of attention. Do you think a lot of the cast members reach out and like plead to get on the show? I think they like make their interest known that they want to do it. But I think if you don't get it, they just you just don't hear from them. Like they're it's kind of mean. Like there's no like sorry you didn't get it. Like you just don't get you just don't get a call. You have to like be wondering, basically. I did feel bad for Lucas. He has now had a tough beat on The Bachelorette and now on Bachelor in Paradise. I know. He just one of two options. He's not right for this venue. Like his his charms don't play in The Bachelor. Or <laughs> he sucks. His or charms so. don't play. Yeah, maybe. I mean, does that just mean he's not good looking enough compared to the other men? Mm, well, it was really harsh when they were like, he's a poor man snake by all. Yeah. Very, and Haley was really going after him. It is Haley, right? Not Emily who's on the show. Yeah, it's Haley. Haley, yeah. Can't keep him straight. Um, okay, let's get into these questions. Unless you have any, any other like big points you need to make about Paradise. All right. The first question is from Morgan Ashmore, and she asked the question on our Facebook group. Join it. Bachelor Party Facebook group. It's great. Um, she wants to know your general thoughts on Kaylin and Dean and if you see the relationship lasting or another heartbreak coming for Dean. Um, good question, Morgan. We kind of discussed this, but like really hard to imagine it goes far. Not, not even because of Dean, but like Kaylin is 23 and obviously... I think ambitious and likes being in the spotlight. And I don't think that um, goes well, like settling down, but also why should she, she's 23. Like just, you know, live your life, have fun. Do you guys. Same with Dean. He's traveling all over the world. He's got his van. Dean's life kind of seems great. If you can sustain that on the influencer budget. And like the thing about Dean as an influencer is it works. Like, it's not like he's changed his, Oh, he has changed his life, but like, it seems like the influencing and like product placement is a natural fit for what Dean wants to be doing anyway. Like he is basically a travel blogger. So like it makes sense that he can also make money off it. So it doesn't like bother me as much as with other people. Also, he's better at it. Like Ben is so bad at the product placement. Tyler, not great at it. I don't know. I, f- I feel like only some of these that. guys have mastered it. Yeah, there's an authenticity to Dean. Yeah, exactly. He is who he is. And he also seems like he does change his mind very frequently. Yeah. I don't know. Him coming back was just very strange, but whatever. Okay, let's move on to the next question. All right, this is from Stephen McNamee. Does Blake not know how to swim? I felt like everyone was in the pool at some point except for him. Even when he was pursuing Christina, he was lying next to the pool while she was in the pool. I think there was one sad sack scene where Dean was like looking over the edge of the pool, like at the ocean with another guy. Maybe JPJ. You mean Blake? Maybe Derek. Yeah, sorry, Blake. Who did I say? Dean. I meant Blake, sorry. Yeah, I think there was one scene where Blake is like looking over the edge and he's in the pool, but... He had that toe injury and he wore shoes like the entire time. I never saw that guy's feet from the very beginning. He was always wearing <laughs> shoes in the sand. 
That's a great point. I mean, maybe it was because of his toe injury. Also, some people don't like to have their feet on the sand, though. If that's the case, don't go in paradise. Um, I think he probably can swim. I think his injury did get get in the way. But I would <laughs> like them to go in the ocean ocean more. People, I know. I think co- people comment on this a lot. Um, a friend of mine, Sarah, told me that, that because of the surf, you can't really swim there. But like, choose a different location, right? I would like to see them go in the water. Counterpoint, if you're a producer, it's a lot harder to capture audio and super hard to capture all the video. Uh, so yeah. it's almost like works as like a natural barrier that also happens to be beautiful. Um, but it'd be better if they could swim in the ocean. Let's get let's get some water sports. I wonder if anyone's been ever able to surf, you know? Any surfers ever been on the show? I don't know. We know they have a lifeguard. We saw the lifeguard when they had the big fight. So yeah. <laughs> No reason why that can't happen. I mean, bring it on. I would like them to change locations. I feel like with the Bachelor Mansion, it's fun to have that every year. It's like the beginning setting, but then they eventually leave the mansion. So it's not the only place. I feel like they need to try a different location next year. They probably get such a good deal at, at Playa Escondido. That they don't want to, but I'm ready. I'm ready for a new spot. I wonder how business has been for that place whenever they're gone. If a ton of people are going now. I bet it's really good. Yeah. I mean, The Bachelor is really popular. It looks great. I mean, it looks delightful. I know. It really does. <laughs> okay, next question. All right, this is from Shannon W. Higgins. Of the entire Bachelor in Paradise cast this season, who would be your number one choice to hang out with, platonically, either gender? It's a great question. I think Tasha in Sydney. Yeah. I really like Sydney. She was really cool when she was on the pod like uh, in the spring, I guess it was. Um she was awesome, but Tasha just seems like a fun time. She looks like she likes to hang. She's down for a cool activity. She just seems fun. I one of the best parts of Paradise is that Tasha has seemed like way more outgoing and just like chill, like a just kind of like a, like a quote unquote cool, cool girl than she did on Colton season. Definitely. Who do you pick? Honestly, whenever she's just hanging out and having a good time, Demi seems like a really fun person to hang out with. Oh yeah, Demi seems like a great hang. Yeah, she's she, she's probably the right answer. Demi and Tasha, I think they're friends. Come on, bachelor party. Come on, bachelor party. <laughs> I just want to say I texted Demi creepily. No response. That's okay, Demi. You're, you're a big deal. I understand. <laughs> um, let's move on. All right. This is from Christy Mitchell. Do you think they should bring back Bachelor Pad or do, or do something to shake up the formula for Paradise? Yes. I mean, they definitely need to shake up the formula. Number one thing that's always thrown out is like once you couple up, you have to leave. Yeah. I think some other ones could be like just more like challenge type of the dates are like so cheesy and like always have like a, like a one-on-one followed by some like big, like group infiltrating the date, like whether it's like a performance or something, the dates are just too weird. So I would make them like slightly more normal and also more group dates, like more like a group hang. Yeah. Or maybe like some physical challenges. Maybe you combine the winter games with paradise and have them like go off and do stuff because there's only so many things you can do in Mexico in that spot for group dates. So I feel like they're just starting to recycle through the same things. Maybe they should like play some beach volleyball. There's that one time on Nick's season where they had a beach volleyball match and all the women were so miserable and it was like great TV. (laughs) Yeah. Let's get some physical activities going on. Yeah. Like something like that. Or I don't know. It it is just getting a little stale. I think think if it was shorter, it would be better. I mean, the other thing they could do is just change it so that instead of having stagecoach be some kind of like, like figure that lords over the show, why not go to stagecoach? Just film there and like have everyone on location out in the wild or have like a circuit where these people do all these speaking engagements or like influencer events anyway. Why not give them cameras and follow them around as they go to those things and like show more of like a, this is what it's like to be in Bachelor Nation. Yeah, that's a good idea. You could get like a stagecoach house and have them all stay there. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Somewhere in the Coachella Valley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think we just hit a million dollar idea. <laughs> I like that one. Okay, next. All right. This is from Alyssa Paul Maltby. Thoughts on Bachelor slash Bachelorette season with two leads. It might actually give the contestants a little power to choose and could give the franchise a little shakeup. So I believe when Chris Harrison came in in May and he and I did a pod, we talked about this because on Caitlyn's season, it started out as Caitlyn and Britt and the guys had to choose between who they wanted. And they chose Caitlyn. Great choice. Great season. Um, and he said they were they would never do that again. I, I do think it'd be interesting, especially if the leads got to like talk to each other. I would rather see two bachelorettes and two bachelors because I think the conversations between the women would be really interesting, but logistically it just seems so hard. I don't, I don't know how you like double production make a parallel and, and everything like that. But I, I do think it would be cool if they could figure out a way to do it, but Chris Harrison doesn't want it. Chris Harrison says, no, probably is a bad idea. Plus what if there's an imbalance and interest in one lead over the other? Well, that's what happened is that they had to like vote and like, wasn't even close. I think they all chose, um, Caitlin over Brett. Did you watch that season? You might've been a touch too young. Yeah. I didn't watch that one. Cause like it was kind of sad. And then they showed Brit who like, there was one guy who was really interested in her. So like he went after her and they followed up with them after the season, but just wasn't that compelling. And it was just kind of sad, completely overshadowed by the fact that Caitlin's season rocked. So it doesn't really matter, but it just, it didn't, it didn't work out well. Okay. Um, let's move on to the next question, but first let's talk about today's sponsors. A beachside bartender is great and all. Looking at you, Wells. But with new Cape Line sparkling cocktails, you hold the power to enjoy a delicious bubbly refreshment at any time you please. Hard strawberry lemonade, margarita, and blackberry mojito flavors. They all taste mixologist-level good, but require literally nothing to prepare. Pop open a can and pull up a chair. Savor each sip made with six simple ingredients and nothing artificial. I've been drinking these all summer long, and you can, you can keep that summer vibe going. Always remember paradise just by drinking one of these Cape Line beverages. Follow Cape Line on Facebook and Instagram and turn any day into a day at the beach. Welcome to Cape Line. Celebrate responsibly. 2019 Cape Line Beverages, Memphis, Tennessee. There's no need to spend hours wandering around a giant warehouse seeking out that one ottoman that's not even in stock. That's why Article decided to change the way that people shop for furniture. The site has a curated online catalog that will ship high-quality pieces right to your home. The best part is that Article keeps prices low. You'll save over 30% of traditional retail prices for timeless, well-crafted pieces. With fast, flat-rate shipping starting at just $49 across the U.S. and Canada and 30-day return or exchange policies, furniture shopping has never been easier. I love the Article items I have. I got an awesome cabinet, a really cool end table, and a great lamp. They were easy to put together, they came pretty quickly, and they just make my apartment look really fancy without a huge high price. Article is now offering listeners $50 off their first purchase of $100 or more. To get this amazing deal, visit article.com slash bachelor and the discount will be applied at checkout. That's article.com slash bachelor. Get $50 off your first furniture purchase of $100 or more. All right, let's do some more bachelor questions. Craig, hit it. All right. This is from Lisa Mello. Do you think the bachelor franchise would survive if Chris Harrison stopped hosting? I love Chris Harrison, obviously. Thank but you yes. so much to Chris. Thank you so much to Chris for filling in for me while I was out. But he's not on the show that much. So yes, 100%. I mean, it would definitely be like a new era and it would usher in something different and like signal something new. But like, would The Bachelor survive? Yes. I think the one thing we've learned about The Bachelor, particularly this year, because the interest in Colton was so high and then the interest in Hannah was so high and then Paradise really came out hot. Like, 
the show itself is bigger than any person and it keeps on moving. And these people like they get cool opportunities, but nothing is as big as the show. Like no one. And the only thing though, as I will say that Chris Harrison kind of has imposes this parental influence on everybody. And I feel like people feel safe to talk to him when he steps in a room, everybody shuts up. It might be hard to recreate that if you just like throw Wells or like Demi and let them do it, you know? That's true. You need someone who's like grown up with them and someone who they're going to like really trust. But I think Wells is getting there. I mean, first of all, Wells will be a married man soon. He's kind of been out of the mix. He only really did the show one time. And uh, I, I feel like they, they could trust him. Yeah. All right. But you're, that's a good point. It has to be someone with authority that they'll listen to like a coach. All right. This is from at Bachelor Bob. Great name. <laughs> Said uh, You've had some pretty great guests over the years. Is there anybody that you've wanted to get that you haven't been able to yet? Who's on the bucket list? JoJo and Jordan. Just yeah. dying to get those two. Like, mm-hmm. would absolutely love to. I promise I won't ask about Aaron Rodgers too much. Like, probably just one question. But I, I do think they're interesting. I love that they are, they got re-engaged. I, I just think that they would be really interesting. Also, they have like a whole other career. They've, they've managed to stay relevant and like stay on TV without it seeming desperate or like pathetic, which I think is hard to do. So shout out to them, you know? Have you watched their show? I've watched a little bit of it. In cabs here in New York, it, like it plays on the little TV. It's mm. pretty funny. How is it? So Great. I've watched it. Uh, it's fine. I mean... I don't need that content, but like congrats to them for making it. Sure. <laughs> I think it's great. Yeah. So it seems like they're, they're doing, they're doing their thing and I would love to interview them. Also, like there's a lot of people from the last two seasons, Colton and Hannah that I'd love to have. I'd love to have Demi on number one from that whole mix. Um, kind of intrigued by Dylan and Hannah and definitely Mike. Those are like the four that I really would like to have on. So we'll see if we can get, we can get them. Hopefully they're listening. I know. Right. They're probably not. <laughs> All right. Next. This is from Liz Stevenson. Do you think they would ever air an over 40 or maybe even over 50 Bachelor or Bachelorette season? Um, No, definitely not. Yeah. But someone else could. Like, the Bachelor doesn't own all dating shows. If you tweak the format a little bit, which you'd want to do for a different age demo anyway, like, why not? And I that's like the best episode of Dating Around is the Leonard one. Although I, I did hear it was like the least watched. <laughs> but oh, dang, the, that's but sad. it was really entertaining. <laughs> I know. It's true, though. Isn't that sad? Yeah, that was a great one. I know. He was in his 70s. I I love that. But yeah, it was apparently the least watched. Hmm. So sad. We know what America wants, I guess. It's true. Uh, All right, next. This is from Rory Langdon. What one aspect of production would you change if you could? Cameras, travel with the contestants, you know, how much have we missed, etc.? The biggest question about Paradise is like when and where all these couples hooking up. So I would just would like to know a little bit more about what they're doing outside of like what has clearly been demarcated as like, this is where you record. So yeah, I would open up the house a little bit, like show us some more in paradise, like of the inside love seeing the messy rooms from the girls. Let's see the guys, messy rooms as well. Like, I I don't know why it's only the the women's mess we're seeing, but yeah. And also like, let's show them traveling to the dates. Like I know on the bachelorette, they, when the bachelor, they meet there, but like what, what do they do? Like, how do they get to the date? Do they go together? Is it separate? Way more like logistics. I'd like to see. That was always a cool part of the real world is you kind of had access to them 
just like going in between places, like in, in the down moments. And in general, I'd like more kind of hanging out. It probably is super boring, but like that, that kind of ephemera at this point, I think fans are interested in. Yeah. I would like to see mornings and nights. Like when, when you're at like a sleepover, like the best part of it is when you're all going to bed and you're like laying in bed and talking. And then when you wake up in the morning and you're laying in bed and talking, like I'd like to see that. Yeah. I think of this um, this week when uh, we saw Christian ask for the iced coffee with coconut milk. I was blown away. I was like, wow, how normal. I know. It's fun <laughs> to see them just do like normal stuff. Like, what are they eating? I'd like to see more of like what they're ordering for lunch. <laughs> totally. Um, okay, next question. Uh, this is from Josh Jernavoy. Hope I didn't screw that up. Uh, could you see Paradise doing away with the silly pressure to get engaged at the end or would that rob the show of too much drama? It's not that it would rob it of drama because like it's obviously ridiculous. Yeah, there could, it could it could be like you are you staying together or not? Like it would still be tension about this is almost over. Like where do we stand? I just think that it would it, that would change what Chris Harrison does the most because he's kind of like the really serious guy who comes in, and I think that would just really change things. And Neil Lane, I mean that would be tough for him too. That's true. <laughs> Good point. Um, but I, it's hard to imagine they would get rid of that. But I don't I don't know. All of these shows they like to have a proposal at the end. I know. I mean, it, even on Winter Games, which was even shorter. I mean, it is so silly, but like it would be kind of maybe they will do it though because I don't know they, they try to evolve. It is just ridiculous though. Yeah, it feels like they. It's like it's not quite right, but it's the best thing they have. But they haven't thought of a better yeah. option yet. Yeah. Okay. Next question. All right. This question's. Um, I have no idea because I don't watch the challenge, but this is from Allison Dutton. What do you think about the newest season of the challenge? Will you do some challenge pods in the batch off season with maybe David Jacoby? Haven't watched yet, but certainly plan to. Okay. So I'll get back to you. What have you heard? Good things? Yeah, apparently it's a good season so far. Okay. So loving it. All right. Uh, all right. I plan to love it. Plan to love it. Yeah. All right. We got Wendy Adams asking, have you ever attended a bachelor wedding? And are there any you wish you would have slash uh, would like to attend in the future? Have not attended a bachelor wedding. Don't think I want to. To be honest, I'm done with the wedding scene. I've been to so many weddings in my life. I'm over it. And I, I think... They're really fun, but I'm done. No more weddings, please. Really? No more? How many have you been to in your life, you think? Like 30. Like so many. Yeah, that's a like, lot. Like so many. And I went to one last weekend. I'm going to one this weekend, which I'm really excited about both of those. They're great, but it's like, this is like let's go out on top. And cameras are everywhere. I don't know if that's weird, you know? I know. Like, do you get drunk in the same way? Is it, do you get drunk so you're more comfortable? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, you'd be like overthinking every interaction. And if you're like looking weird, you know, eating, it, it's just too much. Yeah. All right. This is from Aaron Himes. If you had to guess which couple had to pay more of their own money for their wedding, comma, Brittany and Jax, or Ashley and Jared, both wildly over the top and insanely sponsored at every turn. This is a really good question. Who had to pay more out of pocket, Jared and Ashley or Brittany and Jax? I, I think Brittany and Jax because it seemed just like there was a few less sponsored posts, though I don't follow them as much on Instagram. Ashley and Jared really had everything sponsored, like everything from top to bottom, and they're continuing to push it. So I think them, the one key difference though, Brittany and Jax's was filmed and will be a part of the next season of Vanderpump Rules and Ashley and Jared's was not. So mm. ultimately the financials might even out because it's part of like their salary for the show. Would you sponsor the hell out of your wedding if you were a part of the Bachelor Nation? Um, yes, Absolutely. Why Get not? that free shake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, save up for your honeymoon. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Next. All right, this is from 
Uh, do we have two questions from Rory Langdon? Nice job, Rory. Um, what past contestants who weren't chosen to be Bachelor and Bachelorette do you think would have been best, most entertaining had they been the chosen ones? Good question as well. I think Ashley I would have been a good Bachelorette in mm-hmm. retrospect, though we couldn't have known it at the time. Who else would have been? I think Jason Tardick would have been a good Bachelor. Oh, yeah. He would have been would've... great. Yeah. He would have been smooth. Maybe a little... I mean, Colton season was great, but I, I just think... He actually would have been quite good. He still could be, right, in the coming years? Yeah, he absolutely could be. But he's dating Caitlyn, so that's like seems pretty serious. Mm. I think he's my top pick of hasn't been Bachelor, but but should be. And yeah. we'll see. Like, we'll see how we feel about um the group of guys from Hannah season. Like, if if it is not Mike, like, will we be deeply wishing it's him? Like, maybe he seems like a great guy. Will we be hoping it's Tyler? Maybe. Will we be hoping it's Peter? Maybe. I don't know. She she had a bunch of good ones. I think also Dean probably at some point could be a good bachelor, but I, I don't know. He might move past it. Yeah. I just, I don't know if Dean could handle it. I just don't know. I don't even know if anybody would believe it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know either. We'll see. I guess it'd have to depend if he grows up or not. You know, you never would have seen it coming with Nick. So who knows? I mean, Derek seems like maybe he's in the conversation now as a result of how people responded to him. How do you feel about that? Um, I'm not compelled by him, but I, I could be, I could be swayed. It just seems like he makes kind of weird choices like Taylor and then Demi is not weird, but she was dating someone else and he had like no sense of it. And I think you probably, you probably should have been able to tell. Do you kind of get Jim Halpert vibes from him? Yes. That's a great point. Yeah. He looks like John Krasinski. Definitely. 100%. And, but like maybe they're not as smart as, as John Krasinski or Jim Halpert. Sorry, Derek. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Okay. Next. All right. This is from Lauren Feldman. I think it would be great if next year, instead of Paradise, they did Bachelor Summer Games. It would be similar to Bachelor Winter Games, and it could bring in a bunch of new contestants from different countries and spice up the kind of stale group that all knows one another from music festivals, et cetera. What are your thoughts? Love it. It's kind of what we just talked about. They should do like more of a... uh, They should take the Winter Games format, open it up to international people. I'm so happy to have Kevin on my Bachelor radar. And like make it festival focus. It's just a great idea. I absolutely love it. Maybe they should all go to Lollapalooza. Chicago always was good for, for road rules and real world. It's a good city for television. I just think, I don't know. There's a lot to work with here. Yeah, I feel like the whole festival thing has like landed right in their lap. Like they need to take advantage of that. I know. They really should. And these people like hanging out with each other. So like just film it more. So many of them are in LA. Like let's get let's get some web shorts that are just like, you know, Sydney and, and uh, Nicole going out for breakfast. Who wouldn't watch that? Do you think that because Bachelor Nation has now worked so far outside, like off camera, that like everybody's friends now, everybody's like hanging out at bars, like festivals, et cetera, that it actually has hurt Bachelor in Paradise because everybody's already had relationships and knows everything? Yeah. I think it, I think that's kind of what some, some of the Demi, like she shouldn't have done this if she had a relationship. Like, I think some of the criticism she got was because people think that the show was better when there were like fewer connections, like kind of like old, old timers. And yeah, I mean, it has, it's just, it has changed the show. I don't know if it's better or worse, but it's definitely changed it. It's become extent an extension and like a TV special of a, of a phenomenon we know is playing out like basically in Los Angeles, Denver, Nashville, and on Instagram. And this just changes how we interact with the people. Yeah. We're watching like a group of friends now rather than strangers. And they are like catching us up on like what their lives are like. Totally. And they should, and the show should lean into that. It should be more about like, this is the kind of like bachelor nation vacation. Like they all come together for this. Yeah. Maybe that's what they should call it. 
That's a great idea. That's a good name. Bachelor, Bachelor Nation vacation special. <laughs> We're hitting on something. Okay, next. All right. Next question is from Patio Furniture. Another great name. Great name. Yeah. Have you ever had a contestant you spoke harshly about come back at you for it? Have you ever had a clap back? Not really that I can recall. Probably on Twitter. Not in person. I was worried to meet Rachel for the first time because I had been so negative about Brian, who is now her husband. Yeah. But she's dope. She she understood. She wasn't like, yeah, I agree with you. But she's like, yeah, he got a bad edit, which is, might be true. Um, And definitely made fun of Ashley I a lot, but she handled it in stride. And she's just like really, I like her a lot. She's just, a, she grind, she's a grinder. Um, And who else have I been particularly mean about? I mean about a lot of people. So who can keep track? You know, so it's not always <laughs> the nicest. But I think that like a lot of the Bachelor people, to their credit, they just have thick skins and they handle it really well. So Yeah, you, yeah, you kind of have to to be on that show. It hardens you. Yeah, exactly. So, um, thank you so much to everyone for these questions. I really appreciate them. There'll be so much more uh, Bachelor in Paradise finale to discuss next week, which we will on Tuesday night after the finale. And then who knows? Got to try to get some of these big guests that I've been talking about, and uh, we'll see. And then it's it's Bachelor production season, so we'll have to be keeping up with the news as it comes out. But until Tuesday. I'm Juliet. Craig, thank you so much. And of course, thank you to Cape Line, L'Oreal, and Article.